Welcome, everybody, to the Perky Avos podcast with Rabbi Shlomo Kohn, where we live with the ethics of the Torah. For this week's Mishnah, we begin with Perek Dalid, Mishnah Chafei, Chapter 4, Mishnah 25. The Mishnah says, Alisha ben Avuya Aimer. Alisha ben Avuya says, Haloymed Yeled, one who studies Torah while he's young, while he's a child. Lamu Daime, it's a question. To what can he be likened? To what is he similar? So the mission answers Lidyoik Suva Al Khadash. To ink written on fr- fresh paper. And someone who learns when they're older, to, to what can they be compared to? To what can they be likened? To ink written on smudge paper. So you have two ideas here. Number one is someone who learns while they're young. How, what's the comparison? It's like writing down something on a fresh piece of paper. Everything is clear. Everything is legible. At the same time, when someone's older and we try to learn new things, it's always more of a challenge. Just like by smudge paper, if you erase something on a paper and you want to write something new, it's not as clear. It's not as legible as the fresh piece of paper. So, so do when we're, when we're a little older to learn something new for ourselves, it's harder to remember it's hard to retain. So we're going to go into each one of these ideas. doesn't mean that if somebody's older, you can't learn and you can't retain. There's different thoughts being conveyed here. But on a simple understanding, this is the way you read the Mishnah. It's talking about a younger person taking information and an older person taking in information. Now, it's interesting to give a little background here about the author of this Mishnah, which is Elisha ben Avuya. Elisha, the son of Avuya. Now, the Gemara brings down that Elisha ben Avuya was a great sage. And at a certain point, it seems like he left the path of the Torah. And before he left the, his, the way of the Torah, he was referred to as Elisha ben Avuya. When he left the path of the Torah, the Gemara refers to him as Acher, as the other. He was the, the teacher of Rameir. It's brought down different reasons that are brought down as to why he decided to leave the, the, you know, the way of the Torah. The Talmud relates that he, he once was walking and he saw a father tell a son to do the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakan, to do the mitzvah of sending away the mother bird. And we know that the, the reward for respecting and and listening to one's parents is long life. That's the, the, the Torah speaks that out. The Torah says clearly that it's a long life. And, and the reward for doing the mitzvah of Shuluah HaKan, sending away the mother bird, is also long life. And he saw that the father told the son to do this, and it seems that the, the, father, the son fell off the ladder and died, and he wasn't able to handle this. How is it possible that, uh, uh, some, that these two mitzvahs, which... which it's the reward is a long life. A person could die doing it young and he wasn't able to process it and he left and he went on his own way. 
another another um, reason which is brought into the Talmud is that it seems like he he was involved in the, in the study of Kabbalah. The study of Kabbalah is something very. It's a certain area of philosophy that's that's reserved for the select few. It seemed like this Kabbalah, maybe he wasn't on the level to to learn it, and it affected him. It, it affected him in an adverse way, in a negative way, and he became an heretic. He became a heretic. Now, just one quick lesson here: it's just when we think of. Alicia Benavuya, you know, when we think of someone who's written in the Mishnah, they're great, great people. We we can't even comprehend. So to understand how a person, a great sage, who was a, a a brought down, his name is brought down in the in the Mishnah, he should he should go off, go off the path, go off the derech. It's very hard for us to comprehend. It's very hard for us to understand. The Gemara goes into it a little bit with these stories. I'm sure if you look in the commentary about, <laughs> you look in the commentary in the Talmud that speaks about it, it'll explain. But the lesson for us is that no matter a person's place in life, we can never be so sure of ourselves to trust ourselves that we'll always just do the right thing, no matter what. Because as long as a person is alive, there's a Yitzhahara, there's an evil inclination in, inside of us. And it's constantly pushing us one way. And there's a Yetzir Tov. You know, there's a Yetzir Tov and a Yetzir Hara. And there's this constant fight that goes on with each other. And no matter how old we are, we could be 100, 120. It's still going on till the day we leave this world. So a person could be the greatest person in the world. The holiest rabbi you could think of. If... If he thinks he's done, he's he's safe, he's secure from his Yitzhah that's the end. We have to realize that no matter where we are in life, no matter what our situation is, we are always susceptible to being tricked, to being chapped is the word in Yiddish, to being grabbed by the Yitzhah For each one of us, the challenge is different. For each one of us, it's a different, we're in a different stage and a different place. There might be different scenarios that play itself out, but we all have to be careful and watch out and not think that we're just secure in what we're doing and just do our thing. And we're okay. You know, we're doing it right till now. So I could probably keep going the right way as well. It's not like that. We learned from this mission that no matter how great a person may be, you can never trust yourself to a point where you think you're, you're just safe from the Yitzhahara. So that's just one idea. It gives us a little background about the Mishnah that Elisha ben Avia was a great teacher of Torah, but yet at the same time, for whatever reason it may be, he ended up leaving the path of Torah. It's something we can learn that no matter we, where, where we may be, we always have to be watchful and careful of the Yitzhah We have the two ideas of the Mishnah. Number one is that when we're young, information goes in much easier. It's clearer. We remember things easier. And the reason that's that is, is because there's less information there. When we're younger, our minds are still fresh. Our heads are not clogged up with tons of information of our lives because we're, we're still younger. And it's able to go in like that fresh paper that when you write on it, that clean white paper, and you write that sentence on it, you could really see what it's saying. It's bold. 
It's legible. So when we learn in our youth, that's how the Torah goes in. People who, who have Alzheimer's, they say that they're able to remember things from years and years ago. Their long-term memory, in many cases, could be intact. But the things that they have done yesterday, even a few minutes before, they can't recall. And I think, you know, I don't know any of the research about this, but just from the Mishnah, I would say that when a person learns something in their youth, it's, it's this idea in the Mishnah, just that it, it, it goes in, it stays. We remember things when we're young. You know, I, I see with my children along a lot of times, my toddler, she picks up on things just from seeing it. They're like sponges. They, they can just take, their mind just takes in whatever you do. You don't realize what you're doing. It's almost scary when you see your child imitating you, certain things that you do, certain way, the way that you act. And that's this Mishnah because a child is like that clear paper. It's like there's, it's all going right in. And it's just the lesson that when we, in our youth, we should do our best to take advantage of that fresh paper, that clear mind and take in as much as we can. And on the flip side, when we're older, the information, it's more crowded and we get busier with things. And I don't, I don't think it has to do necessarily with age per se. You could have people who are, who are older and very, very sharp is that we get more busy with things. We are more distracted with, 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 with life. And there's more responsibilities. There's more things we have to worry about. So when we have all these things on our head, so it becomes harder to absorb information into our minds and to remember it in our long term. Because when we're listening, are we really listening? When we're paying attention, are we really paying attention or we're thinking about something else? And the mission is giving us this insight that when we're younger, try to absorb. And when we're older, just a, it's more difficult. Now, the question can be asked here, what if I'm older already? What if I'm not so young anymore? What if I have a lot of things going on in my life and I'm not able to focus so much? Should I just give up? Should I not learn anymore just because I don't remember it so well? No, that's not what the mission is telling us. The mission is, there's another lesson here in the mission as well. And we're going to look at, look at it one by one. The first thing we have to remember is that when it comes to learning, ultimately, we are not in control of our success. And this is really for anything, but especially Torah learning. All we can do is put in the effort. There, there's an expression, lefum tsara agra. As much as the pain is, that's how much the gain is. That's how much the reward is. Judaism is very unique that we go on an effort-based system. It's not about the results. It's about how much effort do you put in. You could have one person on paper looks like he's accomplished so much in his life. And you could have another person where, again, if you put it down on a paper as accomplishments, it wouldn't look so much. But yet upstairs, the person with the lesser amount of accomplishments on paper he might be more valuable in God's eyes. He might be more loved in God's eyes because his one action of doing something was 10 times harder than the other guy who did 100 things in his lifetime. So it's an important thing to remember. Number one is in Judaism, we're graded or our reward is based on effort. How much effort we put in. 
So when we put an effort to learn something, even if we don't remember it, we have to remember that it's still worth it. And we still get reward for it. And number two is the remembering it or not remembering it is ultimately not up to us. We have to do our effort to make sure that we do the most we're supposed to do, the hishtadlus, our due diligence to try to remember, which might mean in some situations going over something four times, five times, six times, whatever we think is necessary for us to, to remember. And after that, if we do our point, we still got it. We got to keep going at it. But we just have to put in our effort. And ultimately, if we're going to be successful, or I shouldn't say six, the word successful, I should say if we're going to remember it, it's siyat it's help from heaven. But at the same time, there's a way to understand this Mishnah that even if we're older, it's not necessarily referring to a, a, a classic case of young and old. It's the Mishnah is teaching us to make ourselves receptive and to make ourselves open to everything that's, that we're learning. And that's how you understand this Mishnah. And you take this understanding of the Mishnah, it opens a new way of learning for us. Because a child always has a certain receptiveness and a certain freshness that a child has. And if we make ourselves like a child to like the innocence and the absorption, that's how we need to make ourselves. We shouldn't be stubborn in our ways as some people who are older at times, <coughs> they don't want to learn anything new. They don't want to grow. We have to always be growth-oriented. And that's something which is always, there's a connection with youth and growth. And that's what the mission is saying. To always be receptive, to always be open to Torah ideas, to growing in the right direction. And that's another way of understanding this Mishnah. A third understanding of the Mishnah is from the Chidush Harim. He explains that when it comes to our attitude in learning and in Torah, we have to have a certain excitement. My daughter, may she be gebenched, when she goes to school, she's so excited to go to school. She loves it. She doesn't want to miss a day of school to go to the doctor's office. I have to convince her to, to miss a day of school, how her teacher wants her to go to the doctor so she should not have uh, you know red under her eyes. She loves school. There's a certain freshness that children have when it comes to learning. That's what the Mishnah is telling us. And this is really similar to our last understanding of the Mishnah. That when, we, when it comes to our learning, our Torah, our service in God, we got to be fresh. We got to have that youthful exuberance. And we can't get stuck in, in, in you know, like the ways of, uh, of, of people who are stubborn in their, how they live their lives. We have to keep the excitement, keep things fresh. That's an essential component for spiritual growth. These are just three understandings of our Mishnah. So let's continue to the next Mishnah. Thank you for joining this week's Perkyavos podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at rabbishlamokon at gmail.com. Have a great day.